News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Messias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Welcome to the Luke Messias Show, guys. We are wrapping up the week with a couple highlights. There's a lot of stuff going on. We're in the middle of session. The bill filing deadline is Friday. I'm recording this on Thursday, so... I mean, we are just around the corner from basically not having any more bills to file and then being able to move on to focus solely on the progress that each bill is making, right? There are other things going on. We have talked to you in the past about drag shows happening in Texas all across the state of Texas. And one of the things we've discussed on this show is the fact that the comptroller currently has, that's Glenn Hager, our comptroller, currently has the ability to insist that some of those locations that are hosting drag shows be registered as sexually oriented businesses. Now, there are several bills that have been filed that will require anybody who has any type of sexual drag show to register as a sexually oriented business. So there's reform to the laws that have to happen, but there are current tools that the comptroller has to go after and enforce let's say, filing requirements on some of these businesses. And so ebb and flow is one of the most egregious situations in Plano. And what we learned this week, which was reported exclusively at Texas Scorecard by Brandon Waltons, is that the comptroller did indeed send a letter to ebb and flow, letting them know, hey, it looks like you need to register as a sexually oriented business. Now, that is not the first, that is not the last step, is what I should say, in the process But this is the first step that the comptroller would have to take to begin to protect children in the few instances he can. And that and Comptroller Hager has also come out and said that the legislature should file and pass legislation that will give him further authority within the sexually oriented business statute to force all of these businesses to register. And so this is very good news. It's something that a lot of us conservatives across Texas, Sarah Gonzalez, Texas Family Project, have been asking to occur for a long time, and it looks like it's finally happening. So this is very good news. Also, Nate Schatzlein filed HB 3570, and I'm going to tell you why I like this bill. There are a bunch of bills out there. In fact, there are more bills this session that are going to deal with the issue of pornography than ever before. So when it comes to pornography, we have two different areas that we have to deal with. One is the libraries, both school libraries and community libraries, basically saying you can't have sexually explicit books available to children at libraries. I've talked about this for months. We have hundreds, if not over a thousand books that are often available to children that have sexually explicit graphic content and erotic writing content that are available to children. So we need to get those out of those sections within the libraries. Then the next area of pornography reform is in access to pornography. And so examples to that would be default filters that could be in place, which there's legislation that deals with that. But the other bill is this HB 3570 by Nate Schatzline. And here's what it says. It basically says that it has to be harder to access pornography. Uh, Right now, if you're a child and you show up to some pornographic website, 
All you have to do is type in a birthday, okay? And it does not take Einstein to realize that all you have to do is type in a birthday that makes you really old and you get to consume this pornography that warps your brain. So what Louisiana did and what Texas could do if they pass Nate Schatzlein's bill is require age verification to a higher extent. You need to scan an ID. You need to scan a driver's license, some kind of ID form, to actually verify your age prior to consuming that content. And requiring this of the pornographic websites if they are within the state of Texas. So this would be great legislation uh, that could really take further steps to protect our children. Uh, I think it would be very good. Look, while there are some of those things going on and bills are not passing, the Texas House is continuing to insist that it be seen as the more moderate chamber. It declared one day Texas Muslim Day this week. The legislature voted for Texas Muslim Day. And then second, uh, it passed a resolution making Valentine's Day also LGBTQIA Chamber of Commerce Day. And this is a resolution that was killed by Representative Brian Slayton on Valentine's Day with an objection. And so what they did was Republicans and Democrats teamed up. They put this resolution honoring LGBTQIA Chamber of Commerce advocacy groups, and they stuck it in a package of 100 resolutions, and then the speaker refused to let that be split so that people could vote up or down on one of the resolutions, and they he basically said, you got to vote for all these. So a bunch of people had to go in and register no votes against this resolution, but this is yet another example of where the Texas House is continuing to march its way into the middle. That's what it wants. It wants to be in the middle as much as possible. The media has an agenda, and having seen behind the curtain, I can tell you it's not what's in your best interests. That's why I started the Salcedo Storm podcast every weekday. Real talk for real Texans. The Salcedo Storm podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, one other thing that I saw happen is that County Judge Tim O'Hare, I, I, you know, I know all of y'all are not don't live in Tarrant County, Fort Worth, Arlington, all these areas, but Tim O'Hare finally took away annual compliance training, which included unconscious bias training in Tarrant County. So you're you're a county employee, and by the way, this is most county employees in a lot of red counties in Texas. They have to take these annual training courses that basically try to drill into their head critical race theory and DEI Marxist ideas. And Tim O'Hare shows up and says, hey, we're going to cut this out. No more annual training that basically indoctrinates our employees and catechizes them into the religion that is leftist Marxism. So these are examples. In fact, you should be asking every single county judge, no matter where you are in Texas, if there's a Republican county judge and a Republican majority, you should be asking them, hey, do we do annual unconscious bias training? What kind of unconscious bias, DEI, critical theory training, do we do any of it? Diversity training, equity training, what's happening? You're going to find that more often than not, these Republican counties are just participating in these programs by default. In closing, I really want us to think about one thing. I want us to think about how hard 
Greg Abbott is working to pass school choice. Guys, I've talked about this countless times, but Greg Abbott is working overtime to pass school choice, and watching it happen is incredibly encouraging. I would say that I still believe that most of these Republican lawmakers in the Texas House who have consistently voted with teacher unions are about to stab those teacher unions in the back and are going to work to replace conservative, uh, are going to work to replace our existing system with a conservative alternative of school choice. And why are they going to do that? They're going to do that because the governor has said it's going to happen and because he's demanding it from the legislature. And then he went so far as to go to these on this statewide tour. And here's what y'all have to understand. The governor of Texas is going to the cities that he knows the representative in that city has historically been against school choice and he knows they need to be for school choice in order for it to pass. Imagine if last session, Governor Abbott had said, hey, we need to ban gender modification in the state of Texas. And I'm going to go do a rally in Lubbock or North Richland Hills and discuss this issue of the sexualization of Texas kids. What would have happened if he had done that? You know what would have happened? We'd have had gender modification. What if he had gone to the higher education committee members or state affairs Republican committee members and said, hey, here's why men need to not compete with women. You know what would have happened? We'd have passed a ban on men competing with women in women's sports. But he didn't, which meant when the Texas House said, hey, we don't really want to include colleges in this stuff. We're just going to ban K through 12. Boys can't compete with girls, but men can compete with women. That's what happened two years ago. Why? Because leadership didn't demand something else. Imagine if he was in the Ways and Means Committee members district saying, we have to deliver over half of this money back in new property tax relief. We'd have it right now. No arguments. So understand that the governor of Texas is incredibly powerful and his bully pulpit is incredibly powerful. And we are seeing him use it like never before on this one issue that Republicans have struggled to get across the finish line for decades. And it should also be a wake up call and a reminder of just how easy it is when we see school choice pass, which I believe we will, we will see at that time. That will be a testimony to the fact that when our leaders actually demand Conservative results, they get it. Matt Schaefer from Tyler, Texas, chairman of the Freedom Caucus, had a great quote when he came out against Dennis Bonin's corrupt, deceptive, well, and, and to be fair, I should say Dennis Bonin and Dustin Burroughs' corrupt, deceptive regime and their, their scandal. And he said this, the behavior we tolerate becomes the standard we set. The behavior we tolerate becomes the standard we set. And he was saying, like, we shouldn't tolerate the behavior of Dustin Burroughs and Dennis Bonin. And then Dustin Burroughs, like, two years later, got, like, a promotion from Ways and Means chair to Calendars chair. So, just to be clear, the Texas House tolerates a lot. It actually rewards bad behavior. I talk about that a lot. The Texas House actually rewards you to do the wrong thing, which means when you meet your lawmaker and they tell you, well, I actually get along pretty well with these guys. Just know they get along with a group of people that reward bad behavior. 
That's how it works in that building. But my point being, the behavior we tolerate becomes the standard we set. And we have tolerated a governor who for a long time has just stayed silent on all these issues. And if school choice passes the finish line, even though the makeup of the Texas House is vastly out, vastly, let's say, filled with lawmakers in both parties who side with teacher unions, the votes are not there unless Abbott makes the votes. And if Abbott is able to make the votes happen, you will know that any of these Republican policies that the governor would get behind and work hard to implement, we could get across the finish line if he would join us. Where he doesn't join us, we have to then work really hard. So drag shows and all these other programs, we have to go dig. DEI bans at higher education levels. He has not come out and said the legislature has to do this. He's not putting pressure on those members of higher education to say you have to deliver it in the Texas House. And so we have to, as a conservative movement, muster up coalitions to drag that across the finish line. That is something that each and every one of us need to remember, and it's why we need to work so hard to build coalitions, build organizations, build local community conservative groups, build things that are going to last so that we can continue to apply the pressure needed to deliver the results The reality is at any point, if the governor jumps on board with us on any given issue and says, this has to happen, I'm demanding it happen, it happens because we have the levers of power. Most often, our leaders step back and say, hey, we're just going to let the process figure out and where where y'all conservatives are able to apply enough pressure to get movement on something, then, you know, we'll let it happen. I want each and every one of you to stay engaged in the fight. Keep following along with what's happening. Put pressure on every single person you know in the Texas House of Representatives, the Texas Senate, to tell them this has to be a session that delivers the results we need to protect the values that we believe and know make Texas, Texas. God bless you, and God bless Texas. Thank you for listening to The Luke Macias Show. To find out more information about what's going on here in Texas, visit texasscorecard.com.